You're listening to the Jim Mint Podcast by GFNF. Your weekly breakdown of sports cards, hobby news, and everything in between. And everything in between. Here's your hosts, Jake and Nico. Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Gem Mint by GFNF, episode 11. Uh, it's myself, Nico, and Jake. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? Uh, good much, week? Dude. Yeah. Yeah, pretty um it was a kind of a long week, honestly. I was I was yeah. I think I was talking to Matt and uh Slump before and I kind of forgot that we had Target this week. Um just like between like cards and Amazon and like all this other crap going on, Panini. Uh um, wild. Yeah, and like actual work and stuff. <laughs> like it was it was a pretty long week. But yeah, so let's uh let's hop into it. I mean we had Target on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, um, pretty much smoked it. Yeah. Everyone was pretty much ready for that. Um, more mosaic football, just mega boxes and hangers. Uh, I know we did pretty well. Uh, everyone in the group kind of, you know, did, did pretty good with it. It was, it was all red yeah. card stuff again, which I know you and I really like. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah. It's, it's less competitive. I say that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's less competitive. I mean, it helps having KSR, which is just still not missing a beat at all with all these different changes that, that, that Target's been doing. Um, but we also did see playbook megas on the football side of things. So kind of like a weird vibe with these. I, I know like playbook's not like the most desirable, um, but neither was rookie and stars. <laughs> and we saw what happened with the longevity boxes. Um, I'll tell you, what, we saw we saw a member pull a booklet out of one of the megas, and if if yeah. those are coming out anywhere near decent amount of times, those those things should do pretty well. Yeah, I mean, with with what we've seen with kind of like case hits and and hobby hits that well, they used to be hobby exclusive hits. Panini's been loading retail with them, and uh, I know like you and I, we've we've both opened um, some of the guys in the Discord too. have opened a decent amount of mosaic honeycombs like autos genesis like crazy stuff um so i don't know maybe they're trying to boost up some of the retail justify price increases with with more hits i mean i guess it kind of makes it a little bit less painful when you open and and you get like a you know booklet and playbook which is kind of like the whole purpose of playbook Um, right it's it's weird though because they're moving hobby in the opposite direction of of paying two thousand dollars for you know a couple autos that could be not as big a hits as some of the stuff you pull out of retail yeah i i, I know last year's playbook at least last year's did not have uh, a chance at booklets so this is the first year um you know we, we've seen it in in the retail product so it's yeah. uh what were they 50 were they 49? 45 45 45. okay so that's not terrible i mean no the base cards are probably worthless you're kind of just chasing those booklets and and the autographs which aren't guaranteed but you are you are guaranteed either an auto or mem yeah one Uh, or the other i i know the booklet that the member pulled was just a mem booklet but it was numbered which is yeah it's good looking but um yeah we'll see i mean it's gonna be we should have contenders i think soon um I, I kind of forgot about that as a retail product. Oh yeah, which uh, you could pull. I mean, I had a buddy pull a out of forty nine Joe Burrow uh, rookie ticket redemption out of a hanger from that last That's year. Sweet. Yeah, so you could definitely get some monsters out of that. So, um, but there was some also some first, I guess first time uh, Don Russ basketball megas. Um, we kind of stood clear of those. Just W or yeah. excuse me. It, NBA as a whole is just it's tough to open and even remotely like be able to get any money back Air. with it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really, it's so brutal. Um Did they it, have the guaranteed auto in those? I can't remember. No, it's like some pink that's the thing with NBA. You never yeah, get that NFL guaranteed. did, right? Yeah, you never and get that, that guaranteed auto with NBA. It just yeah. there's there's like far less guys. Um you know, they could they could load NFL up with vets. Um, I mean, they do. I mean, NFL ones are through the roof right now. I mean, they're like, yeah, they're (laughs) they're over 120, 30 bucks, right? No, they're like 150. Donruss, are they? Wow, yeah, 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 they're 150 all day. So, yeah, basketball's just been 
unfortunate, uh, dry. Uh, no one's really looking to rip it or or buy it at all. So yeah, kind of stood clear of that. Uh, Walmart, not really anything too big drop. We did finally see uh, Mosaic Mega Boxes um, football load uh, as a Walmart seller at a staggering price of sixty seven dollars. Which doesn't? Why would they be more expensive than what you get them in store? Yeah, I know in store was sixty. I thought at first we saw fifty five. Yeah, they were they were sixty seven plus shipping. I mean that that, that's gonna be taxes and shipping. You're close to what seventy five bucks on it. You just better off going with the Target one. So pass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's there's no difference with any autos or anything as far as I know with the Walmart ones. they got the yeah, it's just the blue reactives. Is it the blue from I mean, the Walmart? Yeah, blue reactives from the Walmart bags, but you get the golds out of the out of the Target ones, and and yeah. you have the equal amount of chance at an auto at either one. Yeah, I just I think we're gonna probably stand clear of those just from a you know either if you're trying to rip or or flip those, yeah. it's just kind of stupid to tie up that much money. No um, kidding. I mean, you could buy resale you could buy resale price of a Target one for. You know, only <laughs> yeah, a couple, couple bucks more yeah. than the Walmart retail cost. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is a good point. Um, Walmart megas though do seem to sell for more for whatever reason. I guess maybe they just like are a bit more limited than, than Target, but they must be historically like Prism and stuff. Uh, it just they they've always kind of sold for a little bit more. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't see it being too big of a difference here. Blue Your mosaic. best bet is next time you go grocery shopping, just swing by the card aisle, see if you can pick them up in the store for sixty. Yeah, true. Um, one other thing we did see drop, um, kind of uh, on the uh, in-store front, um, we did see Fortnite Series oh, Three finally right. drop. Um, mm-hmm. So Mega Boxes dropped at like two p.m. on like a Monday. On Monday, I think it was Monday yeah. or Wednesday. It was um, weird. Yeah, random, completely random drop. We've seen Target do that with like one-off products and, and stuff like that, soccer and yep. um, yeah, just stuff that's not like too too sought after. But um, yeah, they're they're twenty four ninety nine. They're kind of the chase product for um, for Fortnite in a whole because of the cracked ice parallels. If you've like followed series one, series two, like single sales, cracked ice is like. It's like the rookie contenders cracked ice, you know, equivalent. Right. Um, yep. It's kind of the chase card. So they were doing about 100. Uh, they've dropped down to 50, which is just people just getting more and, and you know, undercutting. But um, right. I think some of the single sales are actually pretty strong. So we could see those bounce back pretty quick. And I, I don't think the stock is too large on those. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you're have in you ever store, played Fortnite? Oh yeah, dude. I was a I was a season one player. Oh, I've never played. Yeah, it um once it like turned into like the thirteen fourteen year old like cracked out other mind kids like building like crazy like I couldn't do it I couldn't keep up. Isn't um, it just kind of like Call of Duty but like with wizards? Uh, and <laughs> no, it's yeah, I don't know. No, it's not like that. It it was a lot of fun in the beginning. Um, the first couple seasons when like it was more of like a kind of like a build not really a build battle but like it was more like kind of building uh like kind of like your own base and and uh mm-hmm. fighting against other teams as opposed to like what it, i don't know if you've watched like any of the tournaments like what it turned into um but like these kids are the <laughs> like the reactions on the reaction time on these kids is actually insane um it, isn't this is this the one that vince plays nah that's counter-strike that no, i'd smoke him ter- in he's, he's terrible at that yeah i would smoke him um yeah, yeah no doubts <laughs> um but yeah so fortnite dropped series three we saw the promos drop um panini mm-hmm. last week mega boxes this week so keep an eye on for those in, in store um uh, other than that we did see wwe today uh first off the line prism so this is a first year product we'll touch a little bit more on on the kind of the logistics of wwe and, and panini in a little bit but uh, Dutch auction starting at two thousand with a floor of seven fifty. Um, so Card HQ and I put out a little post last night. We we were both pretty confident that this was going to sell out around fifteen hundred, um, just based on how limited it was. So mm-hmm. uh, about thirteen hundred boxes made. 
So roughly, you know, 12 boxes in a case, you can, you can order a case of this stuff. So about a hundred cases, uh, that's not a lot at all. Yeah. Um, so we were, we were at being a first year prison product, um, with like a decent checklist too. Um, we were kind of, I mean, you're guaranteed an out of 10 or an out of three in a, in a first off the line box, which like, if you, you know, there's enough legends in there, um, that's kind of who you're chasing that, that you can, you can really hit a pretty big monster. Um, yep. I ended up getting in at 1218 a box. Um, yep. and then it, the, it sold out right below that at 1166. Wow. Yeah. Was I, that's, that's where I got into. I only bought one though. Yeah. I mean, one's better than none. Um, yeah. I think the cheapest on eBay right now is 2000. I don't think there's any sales, but the thing that was telling to me was, most of these big and, and it kind of makes sense where it sold out at most of these big retailers blowout steel city they they had hobby up at 850 pre-order and you know they're typically over what most places are going to sell out um when that dutch auction ended they pulled everything dave and adams steel city blowout they all pulled it and relisted it like an hour or two later at 950 um Ooh. i was yeah i was able to find one box of regular hobby on midwest cards um shout out to matt for letting me use a tax-free state of delaware uh i got i got one box at 8 30 um that's not bad at all yeah the, i i should have bought that they had two left i didn't even notice it at first it showed stock count they had two left i bought one i went back and um, I saw it said one, I was going to buy the other one and it, and it sold out and then they relisted. They're at 900, I think. I actually think they, um, they were, it was selling out pretty, pretty quick uh, when I last checked. Let me see. There was only four left, I think, at the 900. Um, let me see how many boxes they have. The, okay, so they're still at 899. Um, interesting. They pulled their stock count. Uh, it doesn't actually say anymore how many they have left. Um, They're probably getting low. Yeah. Yeah, they could be. So we, we don't know Panini. You know, the, the regular hobby is going to drop next week. We don't haven't seen a price from Panini yet. I think seven ninety nine to eight ninety nine is is likely. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I mean, the, the auto checklist is, like, absolutely insane for some of the duels that you can get. Um, Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels. Um, John Cena's on there. Yeah, John Cena, Lesnar, uh, Edge, and Randy Orton—just like insane stuff. Uh, yeah. Bret Hart. The only one they didn't get was The Rock. They got Stone Cold. They got like Mick Foley, some of the other big guys, but they did not get The Rock. Which they can't afford him. <laughs> Who can? That that dude. He's the. I just read the other day. He's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. You know that? Yeah. He I does mean, a movie for thirty million. They probably can't afford to put him in the product. It's unfortunate, but I totally get why he didn't make it. But um, yeah, that would have been cool to see. But uh, yeah, I think that's it for like products. Um, yeah. This, this this past week. Um, yeah. So let's let's hop into some stuff going around going on uh, around the hobby right now. Um, probably one of the biggest things going on. There's been a lot of talk about this. Um, <laughs> Drake. Drizzy. So, yeah, he is just opening. He's like. Me, if I drink too much bourbon and I, I go into my closet yeah, uh, rip where, all my, where all the wax is, he's just ripping everything in sight. So he, ha, I don't know how many more flawless cases, but he had like a mountain of flawless and he opened an 86 Fleer basketball box with uh, our favorite guy, Ken Golden. Can't stand him, but I think that I think the Fleer belonged to Ken, didn't he? Oh, did it? Yeah, he had, he's had, he made a comment like, this is the box that I've had on the shelf behind me in my office. And Well, did you see what was in it? Uh, yeah, I think it I think it was rigged. You think it was rigged? It was loaded. You think, that bo- you think that box had three rookies and three rookie stickers? Yeah, that was insane. I, wow. <laughs> that, I've, yeah. I've seen boxes open to that before where not a single one's come out. Yeah, I mean, the one he pulled looked really, really good, too. Yeah, um, sure. it was the first pack he opened, too, I think. Yeah, he had one first pack, which is which is pretty crazy. So, I mean, what are your thoughts with this? Is this just kind of like a flash in the pan uh, with Drake? Or, like, you think he's actually getting involved here? You think, like, we're going to see some other big names, big celebrities kind of 
dabble I at think, this level, or is this just like Drake like spending a shit ton of money? My thought process on this has changed. I originally thought this was just a marketing technique for get some celebrities almost like endorsing and, and like running a commercial for the hobby. But I really I do believe that a lot of these celebrities are you know, what do you do when you have all the money in the world? It, it adds a little bit of an excitement to them that they're, you know, hunting these big things. I really do believe that Drake's getting into this pretty heavy. Um, I think that we'll see more. I know, obviously, you have other celebrities that are in this, like Mark Wahlberg and his kids. I know the car, you ever follow the Card Boys. Um, they have an Instagram and stuff where they rip open some high-end product. Uh, I think we see more celebrities getting into this because not only is it a fun market that, you know, they have the money more than anyone to to operate in, but I think it grows their fan base too because, you know, if you're a Drake fan, you're listening to his music regardless of whether or not he's ripping open, you know, 100 yeah. cases of Flawless. I, you, um, you don't think it's just like for the Netflix series, the Ken Golden Netflix <laughs> series? It might be. I mean, put me down for a no on watching that. Yeah, definitely not. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. I I think Drake is just so rich that, like, this is just fun. Um, Ken Golden called him up and said, hey, let's spend some of your money. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, hey, dude, mm-hmm. I need to sell some shit. Like, can you come through? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's just been, as with everything, just people on, like, Twitter and stuff. Like, obviously, he's going to hit big stuff. Like, he has unlimited income, pretty much. He's just opening, like, you know, uh, tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, of product, like, so. How hilarious would it be if next time like Ken Golden goes live, he's got the Drake haircut with the with the Dude, fade. Those and like the, those like, he, pictures are grill. so funny. They're so yeah. funny. It'd be great if he <laughs> shut up. He's got a he's got a full grill and then I don't, don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to imagine that any more than I already have. <laughs> um, some more more drama, I guess you can call it. So the the Leighton and uh, Blaz twenty five case uh, cases of flawless break. Got a lot of, a lot of hate. Um, yep. Mainly because a lot of it was because, um, they they did have two, kind of like Vegas ladies like standing in front of the table of twenty five cases, yeah, doing nothing. Yeah, doing nothing other than standing there. Like they mm-hmm. had no purpose other than obviously, just to show off kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it got to the point where. Layton had an issue during the break. Layton had to issue an apology or statement, pretty much saying like this was not our idea, blah blah blah. But people were, we're still a family like, company. yeah, and people were yeah. still like, listen, like then you should have you know stopped it. And it's it's kind of a tough yeah. situation because like there's a lot of money in on this. Um, Blez but, is a very different breaker than Layton. and people know that you don't think and Layton knew that getting into it. Well, Layton did, yeah. I kind of put yeah. it on them for that, like. Blaze Definitely. is like just very in your face out there. Not for everyone. Not for me. Don't mm-hmm. break with them. Not not my style. But um, there's just a lot of money on the line, and I think that kind of took precedent, in my opinion. It's, yeah, it's it's similar to the like Filth Bomb. I mean, Filth Bomb's an acquired taste. You know, you he he's a little bit loud. He's but people love breaking with. I I think I think at some point you got to put the blame on Blayton on this. You knew what you were getting into. You're yeah. I'm fairly 100%. certain they did this in Vegas, did they not? Yeah, so they did it, and we can kind of go into this a little yeah. bit. They did this at Mink Collective, um, which is in this past weekend in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty big show, a lot of a lot of money getting swung around there. Um, but it, yeah, it kind of kicked off that that weekend. Um, so interesting. I don't know. I feel indifferent on it. I would still break with Leighton, even yeah. after it personally, but. I, I totally understand why they were getting shit for it, but what are you gonna do? Everyone's always gonna like I always say, everyone's gonna have you know their own opinion. And Lesson learned. I bet you they won't be doing that again. I don't. I for some reason, I just don't think them and Blaze are gonna uh, ever collab again. Yeah, probably. Not. <laughs> I think it was just like a you know, thanks for doing this. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. You ne- we'll see you never. Um, right. More controversy. Kind of a different. Uh, realm of controversy, but star stock. Um, yeah. So online marketplace, if you don't know what they are, kind of like COMC, where you could kind of send your cards in, um, and you know buy sell there. Um, they are two to three months behind on shipping out cards, 
Um, you want to touch on this a little bit? I know you, I know you yeah. read up a little bit on it. Yeah. So basically they, they've been having a problem for the last six to eight months, you know, just falling behind. And now they're up to about three months behind on most of their getting their orders out. And they decided to make an announcement that they're going to take a break and kind of pivot towards NFTs, which a lot of people are doing. That's not anything, you know, new right now, but people are real pissed. Like they're waiting on their cards and, and waiting to get orders processed yet. You're going to take a break and, and transition into take on another, you know, branch of your company when you can barely handle the one you got now. So people are upset, understandable. Um, I think that their business model is probably going to start ticking on the downward. Yeah. What a wild thing. Just being like, yeah. ah, you know what? <laughs> I think we're going to, uh, <laughs> I think we're just going to like stop shipping this stuff out and we're just going to do yeah. NFTs now. So like you guys are just going to have to figure it out for real. We'll send you, we'll send you pictures of your, <laughs> those are basically NFTs. Yeah. I don't really, yeah. I know a lot of people like COMC. They have like a pretty good reputation. I know they are a little slow too, but it's, it's a good marketplace to buy and flip honestly, because you can not touch product at all. You can just yeah. buy cards on there, transfer it to you and, and uh, you know, make your money when, when it's the right time to sell. So um yeah it's a good idea it's definitely a good idea it's just you can't fall behind like this especially when there's yeah. companies like comc and stuff out there that will bury you exactly exactly um speaking of companies that, that want to bury you uh fanatic so pretty <laughs> pretty crazy week for them um as they usual, got too much money man they do yeah they do too it's a little scary money. um so so they have inked a deal with uh vince mcmahon and the wwe um, for the rights to, to e-commerce, trading cards, NFTs, and merch, which is kind of insane. Yeah. Um, so obviously they're at the forefront now of the card world. Um, so Tops had the license to WWE. Um, Panini now has a license to WWE, uh, which is a, a multi-year deal. Not exactly sure how long, aside from them saying it was multi-year. Going to assume two to three years. Um, but Fanatics yeah. got it back. Fanatics owns Tops now, so... Tops wins. Um, yep. So pretty cool to see. Um, so we'll probably get more Tops Chrome, Tops Finest, uh, WWE products, um, yeah. which will be interesting to see because we're going to be kind of cool to see how the market reacts with the Prism stuff, how the boxes do being a first-year product, um, if we see well, another Prism as well. They got baseball. They got basketball. They have football. They have F1. Now they have WWE. Um, at this point, I kind of just feel like Panini's probably just going to be running to the ground in a couple of years, and that'll be it. Yeah, I think they're done, dude. I mean, they don't need. Why does Fanatics need need Panini? I mean, they don't need Prism because they have Chrome, you know, and Sapphire. They don't. They don't need National Treasures because they have all the tops high end stuff. I mean, they can they can just print under that. They really don't need that. Yeah, I I just. I think it's just going to ride into the sunset here for them. <laughs> so, um, thanks for playing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, kind of like in a, a more boring, uh, story here with fanatics, but they did, uh, sign a, a new lease for a 500,000 square foot distribution center in Maryland. So I don't know where their other distribution center is. Do you, do you happen to know or where they ship uh, from? Is it Florida? It is Florida, but the, the the question on this is, is this distribution center going to be a processing center, or are they going to actually try to move some of the operations from the Texas plant and start printing out of here, too? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, not sure. Um, maybe they're just trying to get a little bit more exposure throughout the country to maybe lessen the blow from, from it being, you know, from one location. I mean, they have to brace themselves for probably the volume that they do. I mean, we, we also have to remember they're more than just sports cards. You know, they, they have the merchandise and, and memorabilia yeah. and stuff. Do you, uh, do, when do you think they're going to make a move on upper deck? And if so, do you uh, think they'll be able to get something done? I don't know, dude. I really don't know. I kind of hope they do, but, um, that'd be so cool to have a, you know, Michael Jordan licensed autos. on. I, I on think that's the only cool thing and... about it. Like they do a pretty good job with the hockey products. Like, Right, the like the patches and stuff that Upper Deck puts out are really really nasty. Um, yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, on the card design front, like they do a pretty good job. I think I think yeah, that's just the really only appeal is that 
Jordan and and LeBron uh, autos, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, but then you get, I mean, they could then they can start printing golf cards and and have Tiger Woods and all true, that, true. So. I never opened a golf product, and I don't know if I will because like the the mist, like they're bad. If they're bad, they're bad. The boxes, yeah, like oh, yeah. really, really bad. Um, You're chasing one or two people in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it could definitely be brutal, but uh. But some of the bigger hits are worth a ton. Oh yeah, yeah. If you hit, yeah. you hit. But mo- most of the time, it's like it's even worse than like Bowman or anything like that. It's 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 rough. Um, I don't know what it's like to hit good cards, but yeah, I feel. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that that kind of does it for Fanatics this week. I'm sure they'll buy another company by the time we talk next yeah. week. But um, except for our next thing about zero cool cards, which um, yeah. <laughs> Is also Fanatic's first card set, I guess. Uh, yeah. The Gary V Zero Cool. Yeah. So uh, we saw the boxes go astronomical. Like they were hitting like 15k, which yeah. was like, what, like, what the hell's going on? People were like, this is getting shilled. Like this is ridiculous market manipulation. Um, right. And we saw people opening, and we saw singles getting shilled up on eBay. Um, p- cards just keep getting relisted. Uh, yep. so not surprising. I think some of the hype might die down a little bit now, or, or I haven't seen anything get graded yet. Um, so interesting to see that, but just when you're searching for cards, like not just obviously just zero cool use, right. use eBay's Terra peak, which is like their internal, um, you know, if you use one thirty point or card ladder, you know, something to, um, or the alt extension to kind of see prices, best offers accepted or whatever. Um, Terra peak is like the most accurate, can use um it shows you know if something was not paid for it won't show up if it was returned um it'll get removed so use that uh if possible um yeah, yeah so yeah shout out to, to gary v for um creating kind of like this crazy hysteria and and the- it was probably vince and gary v bidding up their own dang boxes. it definitely 100 percent was vince like there's <laughs> yeah, no doubt yeah. in my mind it was vince yeah, um, <laughs> he's a total shill better. Definitely. He just looks like one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about grading and, and uh, not PSA here. Um, so CSG, which has been like everyone's least favorite child in the grading world um, <laughs> over the past year, they have sort of rebranded. They have a new label. Um, so they listened to their consumers, um, redesigned the label. Um, they got rid of subgrades, which is kind of a pain in the ass because um, they were great for cracking. Um, yeah. And they have a new system. So their pristine 10 is is uh, to a more standard gem mint 10 like you would see kind of from PSA. They were all – I think they also – I could have sworn I saw this. Willing – like if you had a 9.5 – you could send it in for five dollars, and and it would become a CSG ten, and you just pretty much pay for it to get relabeled, re, you know, resealed. Um, there, it's just a mess. There's a lot of pissed off people that spend a lot of money, you know, don't want to go spend more money to get their stuff reslapped. They think you know they should be, and they're probably right, entitled to, yeah. to you know free, um, you know, reslabbing. So, especially since they stole the name from us. True, you know, Gem and Ten, Gem yeah. Podcast. They owe us some money. <laughs> they definitely do. Yeah, we'll get into that next week. We'll we'll call them. <laughs> we should call them live on the podcast. Yeah, like, hey, hey, this is Gem and Co- Podcast. Obviously, you've heard of us. Um, <laughs> not cool. We uh, yeah, we need to talk to someone <laughs> with some authority <laughs> so we can get this. Uh... <laughs> Whoever cuts the checks, put go ahead and transfer us to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so interesting. I I just think they're gonna get squeezed out. They're gonna. I think they're just gonna lose too much business here. Um, yeah, I agree. So, um, one other interesting one is. We have a new. Uh, I know we kind of see the new ones pop up pretty like yeah. decently often, but um, one that I'm familiar with, so DCI um, grading, which um, is Dallas Card Investors. So they're, they're obviously they're based out of Dallas. Um, they're most famous for their raw card reviews. Um, yep. Jason and their team they they go around to shows. Um, they'll take a look at your card, put in a team, you know, a card saver, slap one of their labels on it, depending on what they think it'll get. They're notorious for being extremely accurate. Um, 
sometimes, you know, to the point where like if they get, you know, give you a DCI nine, it has a pretty damn good chance of getting a 10. If they give you a 10, it's, it's got a really, really, really strong chance of getting a 10. So they've officially, um, launched DCI slabs. So they are now going to offer slapped cards. So as you know, instead of just good. doing the raw card reviews, um, you know, you can get, you can get this thing slabbed up. So, um, yeah. let me just pull That's up cool. their, yeah. So their pricing is, is as follows. So 60 day is $23, 30 day, 45, 15 day is 75, five days, a hundred and same days, two fifty, And then they still have the raw card review for 10 bucks. So yeah, that's a pretty good pricing. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, as long as they keep that schedule. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where some of the newer ones went awry in the past, right? Like HGA and yeah, you know, I feel about them, but I I think uh, the big thing here that they're bringing to the table that we haven't seen yet is you also get a video review with the card. So yeah, that's cool. On the back of the card, of the slab, there's two QR codes. One will bring you to the pop report for the card, and then the other one will actually bring you to a video of why that card graded the way it did. So yeah, if it got an eight, like, it'll tell you. They'll tell you why. You know, I just had yeah. this problem with a card that went to PSA that got an N nine, which is not gradable, and it's such a big realm of possibilities of what the hell it was. I emailed the the rep. I was like, hey, like, what's good? Like why did this grade a nine? He's like, oh, there was no notes left by the grader. Not sure. Like, th- like shit like that, like, is ridiculous. You know what? Well, you know that video thing is cool, man. It's like, yeah, it's, you're, you're digitizing sh- the subgrades. I'm shocked. Basically. No one's done this yet. Yeah. It's good. So, idea. Yeah. Shout out to them for doing it first. I'll be following along. Might send a couple things in. Uh, I've used yep. their raw card reviews at, at shows before at the Philly show. Um, it's just an easy process. So, um, yeah, yeah cool. we'll, we'll be watching to see, uh, see how they do, uh, going forward. Um, I guess one other thing we kind of touched on, uh, UFC a little bit before, but, um, we've kind of, it's kind of been like a week, week and a half of, of since the release, uh, kind of got to feel out the market a little bit. Um, yep. boxes are, are still kind of floating around that at 875, 900 mark, uh, where they released, they did sell out on Panini's site, but I think, um, Kind of the main chase right now, Patty the Batty. Uh, some of his Patty cards the have been, Batty. yeah, some of his cards have been doing numbers. Yeah, that's a gold sell for thousands of dollars. I, I, it's a fun product. It's pretty limited though, too. I mean, we we yeah. made the call. You know, you you had the write up, and we made the call on on buying those, and they took a little bit to sell out because they their site was having some issues that weren't allowing people to get it into the cart and check out. Yeah. But they're gone now, and um, you know, Patty is is basically the new Conor McGregor. It seems like, and if he keeps winning, they keeps you know putting him on a path. I, th- I think this is going to be one of the. I know last year was the debut edition, but th- this is this is the new face of that sport for sure. So, yeah, I think we for now, yeah, for now. I mean, any any of these guys can can materialize into a superstar. Um, yeah. you kind of can't just like, you know, count, count them out. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely the one right now. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, he's, enter- <laughs> he, he sells tickets, right? That's his yeah. job. So. Yeah. So pretty cool to see. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's switch over to kind of what's going on in, in the sports world right now. Um, oh, yeah. kind of a crossover with cards here, but we had the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Uh, it almost was canceled. <laughs> um, yeah, real yeah. close. So the Aramco oil facility nearby um, was bombed. Uh, so pretty close to where the race was. Pretty big sponsor uh, as yeah. well. Um, so they, they almost uh, canceled the race, but they, they ended up going on with it. Um, Max Verstappen ended up uh, kind of squeezing out the win um, over Charles Leclerc. Uh Pretty crazy racing at the end. Uh, it was kind of the two of them for the most part. Um, well, there were some kind of unfortunate uh, circumstances for for Checo Perez, uh, who who started at, at P one. Um, he just got had some bad luck with with pitting uh, that kind of yeah. cost him that. So um, ended up being Max and Charles going at it. Um, Max had some pretty crazy, like just 
crazy driving at the end to, to pass Charles and, and fended him off, um, you know, to take home the win. So it's going to be these two going at it pretty much. Um, you think they're going to, you think they'll wreck each other at least once 100%. during the season? Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And then, Char- and then Carlos Sainz is going to come in and, and get the dub. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Momolas. Um, <laughs> that's our guy. Um, but yeah, other than that, we did finally, there has been rumors, but it's official Vegas in 2023, um, night race, insane track. The straightaway is just bananas. Um, it's, we will be there. Yeah. It's from like, I don't have the picture up right now, but it's like from like the Bellagio to like MGM, which is like, it just, it's insane straightaway. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, and then we have the weekend off here um, as they travel to Australia for uh, the Australian Grand Prix. So um, that'll that'll kick off on the seventh with with practice one um, with the race on the tenth. So, you know who doesn't have the weekend off? Who your your boys the the, um, the Blue Devils. Yeah, so yeah. I've been I've been saying that it's the Dukes year. It just makes too much sense, like <sighs> for them to win. Like, the, and now they get to play UNC in the Final Four, who they've never played in the tournament. It just it makes too much sense. They're gonna... I, I most certainly started a conspiracy theory around the group that I've been <laughs> DMing to everyone and starting this massive rumor that you rigged the bracketology event. Because not true. it seems like you're going to win that thing. Well, no. I, know, I know it's not true, but that's why I started. No, actually, I, I hate to say this, but I don't know if you've checked it. I, I, I am, Okay, so I lost. Wisconsin really hurt me, and I had Houston in the championship. So when they lost, um, my total points went down. I think I'm. I think you might be actually have passed me for now. What? Um, oh, I definitely should have done that research. Yeah, you should have done that research. So you're welcome, man, for, for saying that. But Duke is. I mean. We knew it was going to happen. I'm an absolute champion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, their first ever meeting their biggest rival, North Carolina, in the Final Four. That you, You've been saying it for the whole tournament. It's They got beat so bad by North Carolina at the end of the year that I just didn't think they'd go anywhere in the tournament, but they just continue to win, and, and you can smell the documentary coming from them. Exactly. Like this 30 for 30 is just, it's yep. just getting written like – storybook yeah it's being filmed right now i'm sure oh 100 <laughs> yeah. um so yeah looking forward to that game did you see uh i forget who the musician was but he just canceled the show to go to the game yeah i just saw the <laughs> i saw the ticker on the on sports center i can't remember who it was but that's funny. oh my god the, yeah the name is slipping me but he's like yeah like screw you guys like i'm going to the game <laughs> so um, good for him yeah a little insane but um <laughs> jesus uh yeah so on the nfl front uh, finally, the overtime rule passes, um, which is I, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing that the Chiefs proposed like two years ago. Yep. So it gives everyone an opportunity to to pretty much score as opposed to if you score first, you know, score a touchdown first possession, you you win. Right. Um, Bengals, Vikings, and Dolphins were against it. So shout out to them not getting their way. Why? Um, why is it only for overtime? They might as well make it for everything. What do you mean? Well, the, I mean, it's only it only applies to the playoffs. Did you know that? Oh, it's not regular season. It's a playoff. Oh, game. okay, okay. So it's kind of like the it's kind of like the runner on second, you know, MLB doubleheader rule. But it's yeah, it it only applies to playoffs. Gotcha. Might as well just made it for the whole season. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's kind of. I don't know why the Vikings care. They're never in the playoffs. Or the Dolphins. Yeah, or the Dolphins. Oh, okay. Makes sense. They're pissed. Um, yeah. They're like, we need this rule to get into the playoffs. We, have, right. we need like everywhere. Um, speaking of the Dolphins, we had Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. His contract's like pretty insane. I think it's 30 mil a year. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw Tua's card uh, prices kind of rise a little bit. Um, I think he's going to fit really well with them. Tua is not a good – is not the best deep ball guy. But right. I think with Waddle um, and Tyree kind of – running across the field uh yeah. it's gonna be tough to defend against so kind of excited well, the, to uh to watch that they had the worst offensive line in the league last year yeah. but you're not going to be able to rush everyone if you got if you're gonna have to yeah. drop back and, and cover both those guys downfield yeah i know last year i would bet with um 
with Ronnie on the Jalen Waddle over receptions, and it would hit like before halftime every time. And I yeah. think like this is just going to be re- reception heaven for for Waddle and Tyreek. Um, yep. So yeah, kind of pick be, your poison. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch them. Um, we have the Bucks and the Bills um, leading the Super Bowl futures. Um, is this even after the news with Arians going to the front office? Yeah, I mean, why would why would Bruce Arians affect? Yeah, I guess not. It's Tom, it's Tom Brady's Brady. team. Did you see the rumors of Tom Brady going to Miami? Like it was. Yeah, a, I saw that. It's Bruce not Arians. Well, obviously, yeah, because he's like, I was like, Bruce Arians loves to the potential of Tua. Obviously not. <laughs> he just wants to go to the front office. So uh, uh, does he? Here's that was my question. Did 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 Bruce Arians want to go to the front office, or was that a Tom Brady orchestrated? <laughs> it might have been. Yeah, it could have been. I don't know. Get out of here, old man. I don't man. know. Bruce Arians seems like a pretty like strong-headed guy. Yeah. But um, who knows? Maybe if Tom Brady tells you to jump, you say how high. So, um, I'm a, I'm going to make a prediction here. I don't think the Bucks or Bills win the Super Bowl. Um, I think that – like? I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be uh, – I think it's. I think the Bengals have a good chance – possibly making it back mm-hmm. the nfc is loaded I, I i'm real interested in, or i'm sorry the afc the afc west is really interesting this yeah. year oh yeah um but i think that pat mahomes is going to make a run at another super bowl next year i think it's i know it's wild to say that after he lost tyreek but he did bring in juju um yeah i i think they'll be okay honestly like, they got to revamp that secondary yeah my gosh tyreek dropped a lot of balls last year too like he, yeah, they all did. did actually, but um, I, I don't know. I I'm int- I'm really interested to see Denver, uh, yeah, with Denver's Russell Wilson. Um, I'm trying to think who else I think could kind of make a splash. I um, don't care that they signed Devonte Adams. I just don't see Vegas. Yeah, being postseason dominant. That could be interesting. Um, hmm. I mean, they had Darren Waller, and Darren Waller's, if you remove Kelsey, is probably the best tight end in the league, and they still didn't do anything. Yeah. i just not a big Derek Carr guy. I'm not either, but I think they should be a little bit better. Um, yeah. No, they'll definitely be better. I mean, Devante obviously too. Devante, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vegas, NFL draft. Um, that would be fun. Yeah, less than a month away. Um, we, I mean – do we have prison? I we don't even have prison for this year. I, card wise, I don't know if it really matters at all because we don't even have prism optic or anything for the guys this year. Yeah, um, right. the draft class is also yeah. a little bit weaker than it's been. So. Yep, yep. So I, I mean, I, hobby wise, like uh, I don't think really it's going to take too much of an effect. Maybe if some guys get bolstered um, by some of the picks, but I don't really see it taking too big of a toll on any prices here. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, we have the Masters next weekend, right? Next weekend. Yep. Um, Looking forward to it. Yeah. So Tiger Woods. I know I saw – I forget what, what casino was doing it, but they were <laughs> taking action uh, if he would have a stroke or not at the Masters. It started at, at minus 115. Yes, minus 115. No. It got bet down to minus like 295. Yes. And then bet back up. Um so he played a full 18. Yeah. You think he's going to play? I think he will. I think he does. I don't I, know if he makes it through. I think I think he does, but he pulls out before the cut. Yeah. I agree. I can see it. Watch uh, out, Tiger. Watch out. Uh, I love Tiger Woods. Dude. <laughs> I, I remember when, we, when I was growing up, like, watching him in the Sunday Red finish out, you know, major tournaments. Is, it was the GOAT. Absolute GOAT. Yeah. I said it and I meant it. I said it. In you know game. who's not the goat? Uh, LeBron. Dude, LeBron's a great player. Yeah, he's, definitely not the goat though. He's an amazing player, but the definitely. Lakers are in danger of missing the playoffs. And they need to blow that shit up. Um, I think they dropped officially have dropped out of the playing game spot too. I I almost just feel like LeBron's at that point where like he's just playing until his kid gets to the league and he can play with them. That's I think he's stated. Yeah. I think he's definitely one. Oh he, yeah, he's, he's not he's not retiring until. Right. Until Brownie Jr. is in the league. There's no, yeah, no See, doubt. I, think about how much this card would go for. Fanatics acquires upper deck somehow. Then you could have Brawny, LeBron, dual autos. Yikes. Yeah. That's, I mean, 
I think that's on everyone's mind, realistically. Yeah, <laughs> that, that yep. would do insane numbers. But um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll check back in on the Lakers. Um, the uh, <laughs> this guy, Jake Paul. I uh, called up <laughs> Conor McGregor to a UFC fight. Uh, he would get his shit rocked. <laughs> He'd die. He'd be, there's a chance he'd die in the ring. Like, okay, like I know he's like kind of held his own a little bit in the boxing ring. This yeah. is this is like bare knuckle fighting. Like he yeah. would get his shit rocked. Like, he's gonna catch a knee to the teeth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just making sure because like that, or he would just get submitted. But I don't think anyone that fights him is looking to have him tap out. Actually, kind of cool to see him tap out. I, I just, I, I'm thinking there's quite a few women UFC fighters that would possibly come close to murdering Jake Paul in the ring. <laughs> I, there's <laughs> plenty that would murder me in the ring or Rocky. Yeah, me, well, so. <laughs> yeah, it's all of them for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would definitely get my shit rocked. Um, but we'll see if Con- I mean Conor McGregor could be a little bit of a mess at times, so we'll see if he gets drunk and like signs of a contract or something. Man, um, I would. Uh, I don't care what the pay per view costs. That that's getting bought. Oh yeah, that's definitely. You de- definitely got to watch that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, let's move into some high rollers. Um, oh yeah, some, some high dollar sales of the week. Um, interesting one. Josh Allen, uh, Natty Treasures RPA out of seventeen. It was jersey number as well, as we know we love that. Uh, PSA nine did forty thousand. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that's a speculative buy by whoever bought that. Um, Josh Allen, I think now that I think obviously the AFC, what is that? The AFC North? East, uh, the East right? The AFC East, yeah. Um, that's it's his division. I mean, Mac Jones is it's fun chasing Mac Jones rookies and stuff. I just don't see Mac Jones being able to compete with the bills at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, so I think this is kind of a speculative buy to see Josh. I mean, Josh Allen, obviously we just read that the bills opened up with the bucks as the super bowl favorites this year. Yep. Um, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't the know. Bills just I mean, have to get in, into a rhythm in the playoffs. And I think they'll, I think they, yeah. they can go all the way for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, pretty interesting sale here. Eighty-six Fleer Jordan BGS nine five, only forty-two thousand. Yeah, lowest in the last two years. Isn't yeah, that that's nuts? that's pretty crazy. Um, pretty pretty big monster here. Uh, I think the only one we've seen hit uh, auction. Um, a twenty twenty-one top Trump F one Lewis Hamilton auto red out of five did fifty-seven thousand. So obviously that market is not slowing down at all. Um, if that grades a PSA ten, what do you think it sells for? PSA ten. That's raw. Yeah. Mm. You think it hits a hundred? Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily, because I I don't know if any any other ones will hit the market. Um, yeah. Obviously, someone wanted yeah. that card and they and they were going for it. Yeah. Um, Beautiful card. Yeah. Uh, some vintage love. Uh, Fifty one Bowman Willie Mays PSA seven. Beautiful card. Uh, Willie Mays. Yep. Fifty eight thousand. Um, a 0708 upper deck exquisite, one of the nicest looking products. Exquisite. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Durant RPA at a 99, a PSA 8 with a 10 auto did 75,000. Did you see the tweet going around of Kevin Durant's MySpace profile? Because it's the funniest shit ever. No. I oh my God. I'll have to send it to you because he even quote tweeted it and it was, it's so <laughs> funny. You got, you just got to read it. He's basically, he was, yeah. lo- he was looking for some youngins. I'll just leave it. Oh, at that. Boy. oh <laughs> um, boy! Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> speaking of youngins, uh, 1999 Sports Illustrated for kids. Uh, Serena Williams, PSA 10 did 95,000. Is that the perforated one? Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough grade. Uh, I, I can't believe we got a 10. Yeah, that's that's one of the hardest cards, definitely to grade. So pretty crazy there. Um, so pretty pretty subtle, low key. Uh, high high dollar sales of the week, but but some pretty cool ones we don't usually see, um, with the Serena and and the KD. Uh, some pretty big pulls this week with a lot of products coming out. Uh, we saw the Mick Shoemaker Red Wave portrait uh, out of five pulled by Deep Fried Breaks. That's uh, that's Blake over there. Um, a Tatis Bowman Best Rookie Card Super Fractor Auto. Uh, sports cards nonsense. That's pretty damn big. 
That's a huge one. That's pretty um, big. Except he's the glass man and can't stay True. healthy for an entire season. Some people don't care though. Um, yep. Obviously, we'll just so give it, cool card. Yeah, another shout out to Ken and Drake who pulled three Jordan Fleer rookies and three stickers from the same box, which just seems unreal. Um, seems fishy. Yeah, and then we have uh, we had Inception released this week um, yep. for baseball, and Leighton pulled two Wander Franco one on ones. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> yeah, I pulled both of them. So. Uh, shout out to Leighton opening uh, for opening uh, endless amounts of product and getting all the big hits. Um, Definitely fun to watch, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think other than that, so, uh, upcoming on the week, uh, we should see UFC Prism Retail pretty soon. Yeah. Um, that's going to be uh, – that one should do decent. You can't – you can get numbered cards in there, but very, very hard. Um, retail exclusive greens and pinks are the uh, are the chases there. And then we have F1 Chrome Blasters, which are officially not a thing. Uh, all the big retailers have have canceled their pre-orders there. Um, so it looks like we're just with Light and Hobby, which is great for prices. And then we have uh, on the horizon F1 Sapphire, which is hopefully next week. Ooh, baby. And then an under-the-radar product, first-year football, uh, clearly mm-hmm. Don Russ. So checklist is pretty solid. Basically, it's it's if you've opened clearly before, it's like a twenty card box, uh, one auto, eight rated rookies, and then I think the rest are base or a couple inserts or something like that. Um, but the thing is, they put some throwback uh, rated rookie autos in this. So at, at first, we were like, "Holy crap!" Because the one of the promo picks was um, a Patrick Mahomes Donruss rated rookie auto, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Like. Yeah, these boxes are like sub three hundred bucks. Like this might be a pretty good buy here. Then we see the checklist, and he's not on there. So shout out to them for, yeah. for false advertising. But you still do have Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, yeah. Prescott, uh, Christian McCaffrey rated rookies, Rogers, Brady. Yeah, there's some good ones. And then yeah, there's some big autos. Yeah, and then they they did do like the Don Russ case hits as as acetate cards. So you have the Night Moves uh, case hit, and then Downtowns. I can't wait to see those. Um, an acetate downtown is going to be pretty sick. Out of Donruss, not Dunruss. Don, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donruss, not Dunruss. Shout out to Al. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it uh, for, for this week. Um, as always, you can find GFNF um, on Twitter at GFNF underscore underscore or GFNF.io online if you guys want to hop on the wait list to get into the group. Um, for yeah, do me, it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do uh, it. <laughs> you know what that movie? You know what movie that is, right? Of course. Yeah, okay. Ben Stiller. Yeah. yeah. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. One of my <laughs> favorites. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to connect with me at MatthewBoy13 on Twitter. And Jake, where can we find you? At Wrigley Elite SC. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back next week, potentially with a pretty big guest. Um, yeah, maybe. So hopefully that, that episode's a little bit more uh, interview heavy than, than content. But uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the week brings. But uh, appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Later, guys.